The podcast you're about to hear was originally intended to be one episode, but it ended up being longer than we anticipated, so we decided to split it into two parts. You will notice that today's episode ends abruptly with no formal ending. Don't worry, nothing went wrong with your download, that's just where we decided to insert a break. And now, part one of What Bugs Me. Previously on the Skip and Josh podcast. And he's also going to deliver on his promise. Uh, he promised Zach Cozart that if he made the All-Star team, he'd get him a donkey. So he's going to buy him a donkey? Yeah, I think he actually already has bought him a donkey. A pet? Yeah, I'm not sure where they're going to keep the donkey. I, does I hope Cozart, Cozart live on a lives farm? Here. I was just going to say, I hope he does, because I don't think you can uh, bring a donkey into the house. Certainly not into a condo. I don't think condo rules would allow that. The Skip and Josh podcast is on now. Hey, Josh, how's it going? It's great. What's up with you, Skip? It's great to have you here in my basement again and to be recording, you know, face to face because it seems like it's been happening more often. I guess the summer, you know, you're here in Montreal a lot. So it's pretty cool to have you here. Yeah, it's great to be here. In fact, I was going to say, because I normally start, you know, where are you? I was going to ask, where are you? (laughs) Well, I'm sitting literally one foot away from you. So that's pretty cool. Yes, we're both in Montreal, just to let the listeners know. Yeah. I just wanted to give a shout out to um, a fellow podcasters, Matt and Phil, from the Semi-Intellectual Musings podcast, who uh, helped us out this week by retweeting and... uh, and uh, sharing some of our uh, web website content. So thanks a lot, guys. Thanks very much, Matt and Phil. Or is it Phil and Matt? I think it's Matt and Phil. Okay, I wonder how they decided which name goes first. <laughs> they had the same conversation that we had. <laughs> so we've got a kind of special episode planned today. Um, as the listeners know, we've been doing, we've been trying to stick to one topic per episode to try to focus our uh, our frazzled brains onto one subject and hopefully get people, to, um, you know, to make the episodes a little bit more focused content wise. And we realized that we've kind of sacrificed our What Bugs Me segment recently. So we, when we were on the phone this week, we said, hey, we should do a whole episode of What Bugs Me's. And I asked you, do you have like, how's your list? You know, your big list. How is the list going? Is there, do you have enough stuff on the list? Can we do stuff? And then you told me like, of course I have stuff. <laughs> you just made the list. Yeah, I've had I've had a few things on the list for months that we haven't talked about. They're not really huge things that bug me, but they're things. And then just this week I added, you know, I think three, four things to the list because a few things happened this week that bugged me. So yeah. so the list is just constantly growing. So, <laughs> so this is a good chance for me to get a lot of things off my chest. So this is exactly it. I mean, we so many, how many times in, since we started in November, right? So how many times have we mentioned that first episode that we did called Podcast Therapy, right? That was the title of the episode. And that's still the gist of why we do this, right? It's like to get stuff off of our chest. What do we want to talk about? Things that are making us happy, things that are making us sad, things that are making us upset, mad, whatever, you know? And of course, the what bugs me is like, is your thing, right? You know, so... So I can't wait to see what's on this list. It's going to be epic, I think. I'm like, I'm really excited. Well, but, but, like, but before we get on the list, I, I heard, well, you sent me something and then and I kind of knew it was happening already that our friend Joseph, um, Toronto Buffalo Connection, famous from our U2 episode, he's working on with you on like a uh, spinoff. Yeah. So, <laughs> so um, Joe had this idea a few months ago to do a show. Um, I wouldn't say a TV show, but it's not just a podcast. It's a show. Like a web, uh, web like a video web show. Yeah. yeah. 
to do a show about things that bug me, not sports things that bug me, but just anything that bugs me. Mm-hmm. And so each episode would be a different thing. Right. Um, and so actually, uh, I was at Joe's house recently. He shot a few uh, clips of me talking about things that bug me. And he put together a sizzle reel, and he's going to now go pitch the show. It would be crazy. It's such a great concept. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's, 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 I'm sure it's born to succeed. Well, and Joe, you know, Joe, Joe has a good track record with this stuff, right? So he's going to make it happen. He actually does have a good track record. Getting back to something you said a few minutes ago about uh, how this show was supposed to be therapy. I have to say that um, I feel a lot better today than I did, you know, eight or nine months ago when we started the show. So the therapy must be working. You mean you feel mentally better? Yeah, oh, well, I do. I mean, but but think about it. Like, I mean, I don't want to divulge so much about your personal life, right? But I mean, you 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 have a new job that you started this year, and it seems to be going well. And you know, so I think you're you're in a good place, you know, in your life. So, or maybe it's just because <laughs> I'm releasing all this tension on the show. Yeah, well, maybe that, that's that why I feel it. so good. Well, I mean, certainly for me, like this show and and recording it and doing it and you know editing it and the stuff that I do for the website and and all the hours that I waste on Twitter and Facebook, you know. Yeah, actually I should I should let the listeners know that the only part of the show I'm involved in is is talking. <laughs> Everything else is done by Skip. Skip does all the editing, Skip does the posting the episode, Skip manages the website, Skip manages the Facebook account and the Twitter account yeah. and do we have I, an Instagram account? I use my personal Instagram. So yeah. so Skip does all the work. Yeah. And all I do is talk. But you come up with most of the ideas for the show and and actually keep me Keep me focused in terms of like, okay, what are we recording today? I'm usually the one that says, what are we recording about? And then you're telling me, well, today we're going to do this. So like, I mean, there is more to it, you know, and I love doing all that stuff that you mentioned. So it's no big deal. All right. So on with the show. Okay. Uh, What's bugging you? So get the list. So I have a list. We're going to go through the whole list. And uh, some of the, some of these things are things that we could talk about for a few minutes and some of them, they're very small and we might only talk about them for a few seconds. Okay. So um, I guess... The first thing that bugs me, and this has been bugging me for a while actually, but it was uh, it was amplified this week when the NBA announced that uh, they're doing away with the home and away jerseys. Used to be that your home jersey was the white jersey. I didn't hear about this. You didn't hear about this? No. Okay, well, this is news to you. So just to let you and the listeners know, the NBA is doing away with the home and away jerseys. So used to be that the home jersey was the white jersey mm-hmm. and the away jersey was whatever, you know, Celtics would be green and yeah. uh, Lakers would be purple or gold or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, so they're doing away with this because now they have a new uh, jersey provider. I believe it's Nike that's now doing the NBA jerseys. Okay. And, um, and so what they're doing instead is each team is actually going to have four different jerseys. One of them will be white still. Yeah. And, and, and they'll have three others, but they're not going to be called Home and Away. They all have different names. I think one of them's called Classic, and I don't know what the other three are called. And so what's going to happen is the home team is going to have the option of saying, okay, this is the jersey we're wearing tonight. And the visiting team has to now then make sure that they're not wearing the same color. Right. So if the home team is wearing white, the visiting team can't wear their white ones. Right. Which doesn't make a lot of sense because if you're on a road trip, if you're the visiting team on a road trip, does that mean now you have to bring all your different uniforms but, with you? But when you say like 
they have to choose? Like, aren't they choosing like months in advance? Isn't it going to be all planned out? Like- you know what? It, hopefully it will be because you want to let the visiting team know you can't tell them five minutes before the game. By the way, we're wearing white today. But, now, but, now, luckily, but why does this bug you? That's what I want to know. Why well, I'll get to you? that in a second. Luckily, NBA jerseys aren't that heavy. So if you have to pack right. more than one, yes. it's not the end of the world. You throw them in your backpack and there's um, only 12 guys on a team. And apparently the new jerseys this year are even lighter than they've ever been. So they say that every year. Exactly. The reason this bugs me, and so it bugs me in all sports, it used to be that when you were watching highlights, whether whatever sport you were watching, and whether you were watching highlights from that night or highlights from a year ago or highlights from 10 years ago or 20 years ago, it didn't matter. You could tell just by watching the highlights, oh, this game was in Montreal because they're wearing their white jerseys. Or this game was in Toronto because the Leafs are wearing their white jerseys. Or this game was in, I don't know, Edmonton because they're wearing their white jerseys. Now, when you see like historic footage, you don't know because unless someone says to you, this is from 1980 or this is from 1970 or this is from 1990... You're not sure who the home team... And at a certain point in the NHL, they switched it. Exactly. From when we were kids, when it was white home jerseys. Exactly. Now, now the modern day is Canadians the... wear red, Leafs wear blue. Exactly. Yeah. So now you don't know, unless you happen to see the logo on the ice uh, in one of the highlights, yeah. you don't know where the game is being played. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's just... it's a it, To me, it's confusing. Mm. And so that's why it bugs me. The other reason it bugs me is... I know why they do this. I mean, they do it in every sport. They want to sell all the jerseys. Right, because there are those fanatic fans out there. (laughs) They're going to go buy all four. They're going to go buy all four of them. Actually, they're going to buy eight. They're going to buy mediums and they're going to buy large, just in case. (laughs) Well, it it may be the father and the son, you know? Like, the father will get the large for himself and the son will get medium for himself or something or whatever. Um, But but there's more more to it. So that's just the NBA part of it. Um, I don't know if you noticed, in Major League Baseball, just this year alone, so... They have home and away jerseys and a lot of teams, I don't know if all of them, but a lot of teams have um, like a special Sunday uniform yeah. that they wear. Yeah. In addition to that. Like for instance, the Jays always wear like the red, right? right on, on Sunday on home weekend. games. Yeah. yeah. Then in addition to that, um, Major League Baseball had special uniforms for Father's Day weekend. They had special uniforms for Mother's Day weekend. Nice they had, for 4th of July. They right? had special uniforms for 4th of July. And, and there's always military camo. Right. And what's happening in August, I don't remember which weekend, but they're going to be having what they're calling a Players Weekend, where players can sort of do whatever they want. I, I guess it's within certain... Oh, no, 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 no. It's like with the names on the jerseys, right? right? Yeah. Within certain restrictions. You yeah. can't go and wear, you know, turquoise if your colors are, I don't know, red. Yeah. But... Players can, it's like they're calling it Players Weekend and they can do whatever they want. Now, yes, maybe it's just a nickname on the back or whatever it is. I think it's the nicknames, yeah. Um, But that's pretty cool, though. Wouldn't you like to have a Red Sox jersey that says Big Poppy? The whole whole idea of a uniform (laughs) is that it's uniform. And if you have a different uniform every week, then what is the point of having a uniform? (laughs) I'm laughing so hard because... I see that this is bothering you, but it's like, to me, it's like, okay, whatever. There's more jerseys. (laughs) But now you don't even know. You know what happens in college football in the States? There's, uh, I think it's Maryland and or Oregon, where I think they have a different uniform every game. But they only have, what, like a dozen games, right? They don't play that many games. Right. And I think they have a different one every game. Slightly different, you mean? Like, yeah. Or completely different colors? or It's, it's usually with the Oregon the has same like the highlighter scheme. uniforms, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. And Baylor as well. Yeah. But uh, but I think Maryland had like every game they had a different uniform. Well. And then, and then, and then sometimes they auction them off for charity and whatever, yeah, which yeah. is really nice. Yeah. Um, but it's like, anyway, it's just, 
it just bugs me. Yeah, well, it's going to be like a Christmas tree, you know, like uh, decorations everywhere, colors everywhere, you know, like that's what's going to happen when you're watching an NBA game. You're going to you're going to turn on the TV and you're going to say, oh, look, this uh, fuchsia is playing uh, magenta tonight. You won't know. That's the <laughs> you, thing. You, you won't, you, know, you won't yeah. know where the game is being played. That's yeah. that was my main that yeah. was my main concern or yeah. issue with the whole thing. All right. And um, also, I don't know, you know that last year in the NFL, they had this color rush thing on Thursdays. Well, I'll tell you why I love the color rush. Okay. (laughs) Sorry to interrupt you. I, 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 well, look, if you listen to our podcast since the beginning, you know, I, I hate Thursday night football and you dislike Thursday night football, right? I I was passionate about that. They should get rid of this because it's complete garbage, but I like the color rush because I like making fun of the uniforms. They were disgusting. Well, you see, what you don't realize um, is when neither team is wearing white, yeah. the TV broadcast, the people who are shooting the game, on their screens, it's not a color screen. It's a black and white screen. Right. So they used to see, you know, yeah. gray versus white or black versus white. Yeah. But when the both teams are wearing a color, it's very difficult for the broadcaster to decipher which team is which. Yeah, yeah. I just like the Thursday night football because there was there was some matchups, I don't know, it was like Jacksonville with this disgusting mustard yellow, complete head to toe yellow versus I don't know Baltimore maybe purple. and it was purple. Mm-hmm. It was it was nonsense. It was utter nonsense. You don't listen to um the do you you don't do you get the NFL network? I do get no, it, okay. but I don't really watch so it. So um, you can see him on sometime. I listen to his podcast, the Dave Damashek football podcast. Mm-hmm. So um, he he proclaims himself the official, unofficial uniform police of all sports. Okay. Well, I'd like to speak with this man. So No, no. He, so he'll tell you, like, as soon as the color rush is on, like, the game starts, he'll tweet out, uniforms are no good. <laughs> Approve or disapprove, right away. Like he's on top of the uniforms. So anytime I see weird uniforms, I'm always tweeting like, "What do you guys think about this?" And like, there's always conversations on his Twitter feed about the colors of uniforms. Okay. And especially he's, it's NFL, right? So the the color rush was gold for him. By the way, staying on the uniform theme, um, one uniform that I despise, yeah. whether it's their natural jersey or their third jersey or whatever it is, yeah. the team that has the worst uniforms are the Arizona Diamondbacks. Those are bad. They're terrible. Yeah. And they've they've tried to change them over the years to try to make them a little bit better. You know, like I have an Arizona Diamondbacks hat from their first season. It was like that purple blue color, right? And now it's red remember, and they always have the snake the snake skin I, stuff I in there. I, I don't mind that, but it's like it's gray, but it's not like the yeah. usual no, gray. They're no, it's good. Like, they're no good. They're no good. They're no good. What so. what uniforms do you like? I like the Oakland A's. Yeah. Yeah, I like the, the green, yeah. I like, it's not bad. I like the San Francisco Giants. Yeah. And yeah. and in hockey, like Leafs, Habs, I think they're the classics, um, right? Hockey, I like the Minnesota Wild. Really? Oh, yeah. actually the new Minnesota Wild, which is like a Minnesota traditional Wild. one, right? Yeah. Like it, with yeah. the little laces and everything. Yeah. yeah that's and, not bad. That's not bad. And Columbus Blue Jackets actually okay. have a nice National jersey. Predators this year in the Stanley Cup Finals was a disaster. Yeah, not, you know, that one Penguins, I can take Penguins, uh, Penguins Predators, with the, both with the black... Yellow, white, gold right, combos right. was not good this year. Okay, I didn't. I didn't approve of that. Okay, well okay. let's let's note that in the notes. Okay, all right. So what do you got next on the big list? Okay, so next on the list is um, you and I both listen to a lot of sports shows. We read a lot about sports, whether it's on the internet, on television, um, on radio, and anytime you hear these so-called experts comparing. All the, the greats, mm-hmm. like the best quarterbacks of all mm-hmm. time, or the best pitchers of all time, yeah. or the best goaltenders of all time. 
And it's mostly, it's not so much goaltenders because it's mostly in the States yeah, yeah, and yeah. they don't talk about hockey as much. I know where you're state. going with this. This bothers me. The, this bothers me a lot. I know where you're going with this. They always say, oh, well, this quarterback is definitely better than that quarterback because he won five championships and he didn't win any. <laughs> this is so annoying to me because, so you're telling me that, um, and, and a lot of people will probably think I'm drunk. You're telling me that Tom Brady is a much better quarterback than Dan Marino because Tom Brady's won five Super Bowls and Dan Marino's won zero. However, however, if you just look at their ability, there's no question that Dan Marino physically is a better quarterback. He throws the ball better. Yeah. He can do more things. Just so happens that Dan Marino played on a lousy team. So should Dan Marino be penalized for the fact that well, he didn't have a good team? Uh, I'm going to defend... I'm because, gonna de because Tom Brady is playing on one of the best teams of all time. He has this amazing supporting cast. He has one of the best coaches of all time. So what did Dan Marino have? Now, maybe that's not the best comparison. No, that's what I'm saying. It's not the best comparison because Brady is not... Yeah, I'll... I'll agree that if you what you said like physically and just just ability Marino I, you can't question he's better. But Brady it's not like Brady's a piece of junk. Oh no, he's not. Right? He's not. So so he's in the conversation, okay. right? So that's why you have the conversation. Where I thought you were going with this, which is what bugs you is when they only compare championships, right? Yeah, that's okay. it. Okay. Well, I thought what I thought you were going is how come we have to compare in the first place? If there's anytime someone does good, as soon as the NBA final started, is LeBron James the greatest of all time? Why do we have to make a list? Why do, why does there have to be a list every people time? People like to make lists. I know, people like to make lists. And when we, we even had an episode where we talked about LeBron versus Jordan, and I almost didn't want to do it. I almost didn't want to talk about it because I'm like, why do we have to say one is better than another? A friend of mine posted that something on Facebook this week. He has a tendency to post things and tag 30 people because he wants you to react to it. So he was saying that, like, Sean Kemp... I don't want to get into his argument, but, I mean, basically saying that, like, players from the... Sean Kemp it would be dominating in this era because he's so good. And, like, mostly people shot it down, but, like, why do we have to compare in the first place? You know, why do we have to compare? I think with LeBron, it's so many... So much... So many people hate him that it's, like, they always want to say, you see, he's not better than Jordan. You see, he's, he didn't win. You know, it's, like, people are ready to, like, pounce on that fact. And, you know, well, look, football, like, whatever. You know, Dan Marino is the classic example, right, of what you hate. He never won a championship. He had a great career. I still think he's a great quarterback. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But, I mean, I I still think maybe, well, I don't know. I don't, it's it's really, what, what you're saying is great. But, like, if, if I had to say who's the best quarterback of all time, I guess I'd have to say Tom Brady. <laughs> That's fine. But, I mean. Because I'm swayed by all the, everything it, that's coming at us from all different directions where it, we're ingrained to think that the championships are important. Well, it goes back to an argument that you and I had, I don't know, weeks or months ago when we talk about the MVP of a particular season. Yeah. So when I decide who the MVP is, what I do is I cover up the names on the left-hand side of the page. I look at the numbers and whichever line has the best numbers, yeah. that's who's my MVP. I don't care what his name is or what team he's on or what, what record his team had. Right. So similarly, when I'm comparing, you know, if I look at Dan Marino's career stats and John Elway's career stats and Joe Montana's career stats and and very, and, and Tom hard. Brady's career stats, I'm not looking at championships. I'm looking at completions and touchdowns and interceptions thrown and all that. Yeah. If I cover up their names and I cover up the name of their team and I just looked at the numbers, yeah. that's how I would determine yeah. who the best but quarterback it's, it's is. But it's unfair in football when you're comparing the quarterbacks now because 
most people would say, let's say, Joe Montana is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Would you say yes? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's in the... Oh, how do you compare him to Tony Romo? I think he's much better than Tony Romo. Okay. I, I don't have the stats in front of me right now. Mm-hmm. We can look at them after. And I'm 1,000% sure Tony Romo's career stats blow Joe Montana's right, career stats because away. Because now there's much more passing yeah. in the game the, than there like used to Drew be. Drew Brees is going to be yeah, the yeah. number one passer of all time. Like right. like Brett Far- Peyton Manning passed Brett Favre, but Drew Brees is going to pass all of them. Right. And right. You know, is Drew Brees the greatest quarterback of all time? No. Is he great? Yes. But like the, the stats are out of whack now, right? Mm-hmm. When we were kids... If a quarterback threw for 4,000 yards, it was huge. You know, I remember like, oh my God, Marino got 5,000 yards. It was mental, right? Like, mm-hmm. like that's still actually the pinnacle because 5,000 yards is still like... But now everybody throws for 4,000 yards. Garbage quarterbacks throw for 4,000 yards. Yeah. Complete nonsense, yeah. right? So it doesn't mean anything as much. So, But yeah, the championship thing is 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 definitely like, it's annoying. Yeah. And, like, and- what about Charles Barkley? You know, Carl Malone. These guys never won championships. They can never live it down. Right. But they were great players. 100% they were. And, and the other thing is, and this is sort of like a, an aside, you always hear about, uh, okay, so this quarterback won X number of championships. What about the offensive lineman? Like, well, you could have an offensive yeah. lineman that was on five championship teams. You never hear about that. No. You know? Yeah. And the, the thing that bugs me now in the modern day is, okay, well, look, in baseball, they've always had pitcher wins. Right. Okay. That, that's been a stat since, like, 1900, right? So is it fair to say the pitcher won? Maybe, maybe not, but it's the way it is. It's it's ingrained in us, right? Mm-hmm. And the pitcher obviously does play a very key role, like in the outcome of a game. But it's the team that won, right? It's not necessarily the pitcher, right? This. Now, then what happened was in the NHL they started to show goalie wins, like as if it's only the goalie that makes this team win. It's only the goalie, right? Yeah. No one else has is 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 factoring in that one loss record. And then of course now it's. I don't know what came first. It was the goalies or the quarterbacks. Now they show quarterback wins. Mm-hmm. Quarterback. Brady Brady and Belichick is the winningest combo quarterback. You know, most wins. Like, is it just a quarterback? There's 22 guys on the field. More if you count the special teams, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And football, of all the sports, of all the sports, is the most team sport of all. Yeah. Agreed. Of all. Because, yeah, Brady throws a 50-yard pass to Gronkowski, and he, he's wide open in the end zone. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you think happened to get that play? Well, first of all, he had good protection at the offensive line. And not only that, not not just the protection, the specific protection. What if the running back came up and laid a block on the guy that was blitzing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, running back's ability to, to block is important, right? Yeah. What about, like, the decoy wide receiver that did a stutter step that drew the safety in right. and then released wrong... Ca- like, I mean, I'm far from an X's and O's guy in football. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm very, very knowledgeable, but I'm far from being a coach, right? Right. But even I can understand, like... There's so much that goes into every single play, right? In the NFL, every single play, right? So to to say, oh, Brady won. Well, what about all the other guys that did their job? You ever see the documentary, Bill Belichick, Do Your Job? No, I never saw it, actually. You should watch it. You mentioned wins and losses for pitchers. So wins and losses for pitchers, I've told you this a hundred times. That is the most meaningless stat. So so like how I was talking about when I decide who the MVP is in, in whatever sport. 
if I'm going to decide who the Cy Young winner should be in, in National League or American League, what I do is I cover up again the player's name and what team they're on, but I also cover up the one loss record because to me that's meaningless. I don't care if you had 20 wins. Yeah, yeah. You could have been on the best team in even, the league and you could have had a, lot, I, of, a yeah. lot of run support. 1987, when I was 17 years old, I was doing fantasy baseball, believe it or not. We would calculate the stats only two times a year because we'd wait for them to come out in the newspaper and you had to do it all by hand. Mm-hmm. And um, even back then, the real baseball fans like me and some of my friends were like, we didn't even want to have wins as a category. Like, yeah. We felt like it wasn't fair. It's, right? it's, it's, it doesn't really indicate how good or bad a pitcher is. Cause yeah. again, you know, he could get a lot of run support depending on what team he's on, yeah. or even he could be on a really good team and just every, it just so happens that every time he starts, yeah. uh, they don't get him a lot of run support, which is why like, I'll look at ERA, I'll look at whip, I'll look at strikeouts. Mm-hmm. Um, those kinds of stats. I, I, I won't even look at the one loss. Record. How do you feel about saves? Saves, saves okay, is one of I'm telling you this because in our last episode, I said something about saves and you said the save is the most useless stat. And I said we could do a whole episode on saves and we edited that part out. <laughs> and now I we're going to edit it out again. We are going to edit it out again. <laughs> because we could do a whole episode. We're going to have a whole episode about saves. We'll do that. Yeah. Saves is a, is a dumb stat. I mean... Baseball is completely different now. Now, if a pitcher goes like five and two thirds of innings or six innings, they call it a quality start. Quality start you, used, is to, used to be like pitchers would go nine innings. Sometimes, okay, they go eight innings, and that yeah. was normal. Yeah. Now, now with pitch counts and everything, oh, you know, we can't, we can't let starters. Them throw more. Starters don't often go past seven now. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And the there's a specialist for the hold and there's a specialist for the save. Anyway. Okay, so here's what I'm going to do. Remember how I said that I cover up the name of the player when I'm trying to decide how good or bad he is? Right. So I'm going to read you some stats from four different players. These are these are career stats, four different pitchers, and they're all still active in the majors now. Active pitchers. Yes. Do you want me to guess them? No, you don't have to guess who they are. I just want you to tell me of these four guys, we're going to call them A, B, C, and D, which one you think has had the best career so far. Okay, perfect. I love this. This is like uh, game show time. Pitcher A has an ERA of 2.34. He's pitched almost he's pitched almost 2000 innings in his career. He's struck out over 2,000 batters, and his whip is 1.00. Wow. This is a Hall of Famer. And he's only walked 500 guys. Okay. Okay. That's player A. Player B. Mm-hmm. He has thrown almost 2,000 career innings. His career ERA, 4.61, whip 1.45, and he has struck out... 1174 batters. Okay. Yeah. And he's walked and he's walked 769 batters. Okay. That's player B, player C, he's also thrown 1925 innings, ERA of 4.29, whip of 1.38, struck out 1273 batters, and he walked 619 guys. And finally, player D, He's thrown 1,748 innings. Yep. ERA of 4.39. Whip of 1.34. 1,268 strikeouts. And 461 walks. All right. Now, you want to tell me, you want me to tell you who's better? Yes. Okay. 
Well, there's no contest. Player A is the only good pitcher of this group. Okay. Well, I'm glad you said that. Well, when I say good, I mean he's the only superstar of this group. The others, B, C, and D, maybe in a specific season, they might have been good. But like their overall career, I would say they're, they're average. Okay, I'll tell you their names in a minute. But this proves the point I was trying to make earlier. Because player A has great numbers. He's never won a World Series. Players B, C, and D have all won the World Series. So if you go by the theory that you're as good as the number of championships you've won, right. then player A sucks, and players B, C, and D are all better than him. Right. Can I guess who they are? Absolutely. I have no idea who B, C, and D are. <laughs> I didn't think you would. Um, a is Clayton Kershaw? Yes. <laughs> that, that's, that's all I've got. Okay, well, I'll tell you who the others are. Give me, a, give me a clue for the others. Maybe I could guess them. Could you give me some clues? Player B, most of his career was on the St. Louis Cardinals. But when I say active, I mean they might be like the 10th the man in the bullpen. Yeah, so it's Adam Wainwright? No. Who is it? Jason Marquis. Jason. Oh, my God. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Player C, most of his career was on Florida, I think. Brad Penny. Brad Penny, yeah. Like I said, he might have had a good year once in a while, right? And player D, he played on like seven different teams. Joe Blanton. Oh, yeah. I think he's still active on the Phillies or somewhere. Dodgers. I think he's on the Nationals, actually. Yeah. I mean, you're bringing up a very extreme example, though, right? I mean, I don't think that anybody in their right mind would say that Joe Blanton, Jason Marquis, or... Brad Penny are better than Clayton Kershaw, even with the fact that they have all won the World Series and Kershaw hasn't. I agree, but I just, this is what was bothering me. What was bothering me was that they people always measure careers yeah. by number of championships they've won, which is not a good way to measure it. Right, because... Like, like Clayton Kershaw might never win the World Series in his life, and he could end up being the best pitcher of all time. It's exactly what I was going to say. Clayton Kershaw is first of all he's the best pitcher of our generation let's say like of the you know from the, in the last 20 years easily the best pitcher and when you look at his stats they're uh, they're they're astounding he, he his numbers will be you know top 5 pitcher of all time if not you know even higher than that and you're right some people will say Roger Clemens was better because he won the world series yeah yeah all right Wow, so, we've only tackled two things on your list, but I brought on, I brought in the wins, which was a tangent. The Skip and Josh podcast is over now. Don't worry, there'll be another episode soon.